following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Upgrade, the ultimate brain formula. Smarter, faster, focused, improved performance, increased mental clarity, suppress fatigue, combat stress. Try Upgrade, the ultimate brain formula today. Visit FreemanFormula.com and use promo code DISRUPTION for a 15% discount. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Joey's at 307. Joey's at 307 is the Utica area's best for Italian fine dining. Located at 307 Mohawk Street in East Utica. Enjoy a revolving dinner menu, amazing seafood dishes, classic Utica Italian dishes, lunch specials, catering, and now serving beer and wine. Call them today to reserve a table at 315 315- 864-3527. Joey's at 307. You're going to love it. Support for this podcast is brought to you by BallWash.com. Stay protected from odors. In itch, the essential must-have product to keep your crotch fresh. Feeling good and smelling great throughout the day and throughout your workouts. Remember, guys, the fun doesn't have to stop in the shower. Get the funk off your junk. Use the promo code MEMBERSONLY and get 15% off all your sales. Use promo code MEMBERSONLY for 15% off. Again, that's BallWash.com. Members only for promo code for 15% off. What's cracking, everybody? EC Radio live and direct from Disruption Network Studios. You can catch us on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. If you're watching us on Facebook, please click the share button if you're watching over there on YouTube. Subscribe and like. Smash that like. Drop us some subscriptions and whatnot. Uh, Shout out to my sponsors. If not for the sponsors, this podcast is not possible. So thank you to Upgrade Brain Formula. Um, I had a little bottle kicking around. I like having the little bottle kicking around, but he's missing. Anyways, Upgrade Brain Formula. Open up those brain receptors reduce your stress it helps me every day i wake up i do a little sip of the upgrade brain formula and i'm ready for my day ready for my workouts and you could be too so if you go to freemanformula.com use promo code disruption get yourself a 15 percent discount check out lasting confidence where men go for growth where men go for growth it's lastingconfidence.com get a couple inches on your guy dude this is, this is a thing. It's a procedure. 15% off with uh, when you use promo code disruption at lastingconfidence.com. It's, it, it's a thing. It's like you get a procedure. But, uh, check it out. Promo code disruption. It's very discreet. And uh, you can help out your member down below. All right. EJA Moving Services, the professional movers. When you're ready to move and relocate, hit up Eddie and his crew at 315-335-0516, EJAMoving.com. They do all the work for you. They give you free boxes. They pack up the boxes. They bring those boxes pretty much wherever they need to go. Check them out. 315-335-0516. You can call them today for a free estimate. Shout out to Joey's at 307. It's 307 Mohawk Street. They got great seafood. They got an awesome revolving dinner menu. They do catering. Check them out. 315 315- 8643527 give them a call today for reservations they're booked up pretty solid Utica coffee today we're drinking the Costa Rican roast and uh, it jams me up this stuff really tweaks me out I love it 
when they say wake the hell up, they mean it. Wakethehellup.com. You can find them online. Thank you to my attorney, Dave Longaretta. Shout out to Saranac. We love Saranac. They keep us hydrated here around the D. And also, big ups to Ballsy. Ballwash.com. Use promo code members only. Not only can we give you growth down below, but we can also have down below smell great for you. That's what happens. We take care of your genitalia around here, Jamie. <laughs> That's what happens, dude. <laughs> I think everybody should kind of do that. It's all dicks and ass around Disruption Network. The, the D stands for duh and dicks. <laughs> you can't, you, no, no reply on that uh, one. I love it. <laughs> Jamie Carney, how you doing, brother? Not too bad. It's Not good to bad. see you. You got Giz with you. Oh, yeah, this is the uh, little sidekick here. Yeah, it's your little sidekick, your your protege, if you will. Yeah, she's not in the uh, the gym, so she's not a grandmaster right now. She just blends in. Yes. So for those that don't know, Jamie is, it's safe to say you're a personal trainer. Uh, like you're my personal trainer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're, he, Jamie's a personal trainer. He uh, excels in the world of mixed martial arts, a little... Uh, Muay Thai boxing, some regular boxing, and uh, yeah. he's uh, helped me, definitely. So, first of all, dude, thank you for all you've done for me, brother. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, for sure. I've <laughs> shed some weight, and a lot of it's because of your tutelage, and uh, I'm learning I'm a lot, and, and it helps with my mental health every day. I'm not so angry anymore. People have noticed a difference in me, and I like it, and I think a lot of it has to do from what I've been learning from you. Heck, yeah. I think uh, you've been doing great, first of all. Thanks for sticking with it. That's number one, right? Mm-hmm being consistent um but yeah I, I know that it helped me in my life so absolutely i love to push it as, as much as i can as much as there's an interest there i will push it just so uh maybe it could help anyone you know not you don't have to be super athletic for instance you can be taught if you're athletic of course it helps mm -hmm. but uh you could be a dog <laughs> got that full work. She gets her, she gets her workout in every day that's for damn sure but uh yeah i can help anyone actually girls guys kids you don't have to really, like, no really set age, you know what I mean? Just because it's just movement, you don't have to necessarily get beat up either, you know? Right. I don't think I've hit you once on purpose. Yeah. I think. Only because I deserved don't it. Don't you tell anyone <laughs> if I did. <laughs> Only because I deserved it. But anyhow, I'm fascinated by your story, though, bro. Because every week that I come to visit you or, and, and <laughs> come train, you, you bust out these gems of a story every now and then. And it's like, God damn, well, dude. So I'm very fascinated about yeah. So let's start from the beginning. I want to know, okay. yeah, Jamie from the beginning, growing up in Madison. <laughs> Oh, a small town. Yeah. Like, what was that like growing up out there in the sticks? Uh, very, uh, it was out there. We didn't really get out too much, but uh, I did have sports a lot. Yeah. It was one thing I did. I didn't really get into uh, drugs or alcohol at that age when I was younger. Um, stayed pretty, stayed very clean. And just watched my older brother and my my friends uh, and just kept on working. What was your main sport? Um, Man, I switched all the time, but... uh. I think I was probably best in baseball, but I loved basketball. You're shortstop, right? You got shortstop frame. Yeah, I was catcher and shortstop and second base. Yeah. Yeah, I would go back and forth, whatever was needed. But I, I liked all that. Catcher was fun because I liked getting – I liked playing catch. I was involved. <laughs> and second, you get a lot of action. Uh, shortstop, you get a lot of action. Oh, yeah. But I was a good hitter, pretty good hitter. I had good hand-eye coordination, which is probably through martial arts. I started that really early and – like eight, way before I started sports. Eight, so martial arts was first. Doing, uh, doing all that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, probably baseball was first, but right after that, right around the same time, yeah. Yep. And so you just stuck with martial arts throughout the whole life? Um, yeah, I had some interesting teachers, and I just liked it. Uh, I watched a lot of movies. <laughs> I think I saw, like, 
you know, a lot of action movies, a lot of Bruce Lee movies. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, that little guy can do it. Let's go. <laughs> was he an inspiration to you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think he probably was for anyone that's, you know, anywhere near Copy that. my age or even younger or older. It doesn't really matter. I think he kind of spans generations. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think he has to be one of the people that people look up to, you know. I think so. Why he's, not? he's the pinnacle. Good-looking guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Athletic, you know. Legendary. Yeah, legendary. What a story, too, on him. Yeah, broke some broke some barriers. Mm-hmm. I like Yeah, his story's great. So you graduate high school, and then you move on to college? You, oh, yeah. Because you did a lot of traveling. I got to know about these travels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't start yet. I went to college mm-hmm. um, to play soccer, and then I wasn't doing that well with grades, and I got a job at a ski resort. But when I was out there, I got a job at a ski resort, and then... I started snowboarding at the same time I was training like other martial arts because they had a cool little spot next to my college. So I got a chance to train like Muay Thai kickboxing, uh, John Fon, which is like what Bruce Lee taught. I was like, oh, I've never done that. So I tried that and I, I got introduced to Muay Thai, which is what I fell in love with. I, that's where I first got to look at that. I did some like stick fighting there, which was pretty oh, fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I had these imaginary scenarios in my head. I was like, oh, what if I got attacked at a pool table in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> Break that pool stick. And then, you know, it's you know, too many movies. That's, but uh, that kept me going, and I liked it. Kept me, uh, met a lot of cool people through that. But then I got sidetracked with snowboarding a little bit. I got uh, good really fast. Um, I got a job. I was going every day. Wasn't spending money. So I had a, had a free pass from working. I got a job at the resort. And got good really fast. And then uh, before I knew it, I graduated college. And I was like, I'm going to go be a pro snowboarder. And I moved to Vermont. And that's when I started traveling. Uh, got good fast there. And then started traveling the country, yeah, going to going to contests and hanging out with a lot of pro athletes and people that were up and coming, you know. Unfortunately, I wasn't one of the best, but I was hanging out with the best, you know. I, I'll be honest with myself with that. But I was good, and I was just always there. And, and then I got a little older, and they got younger, and I was like, I'll start coaching. And uh, started coaching snowboarding, traveled with that a bunch. Um, and then uh, when that ended, I was like, well, time to move to California and uh, <laughs> get into martial arts. So that's something I always liked. And I'm like, well, let's do that now or never. I had fun with snowboarding. I kind of jumped and took over my life for like uh, seven to ten years. And I was like, well, let's do the next uh, seven to ten doing some what I liked before that. Is uh, California like the Mecca of Yeah, at the time arts? it was the Mecca for was sure. It? it was legal. Like it wasn't quite legal yet then, but it was if you cross the border to Tijuana, it was legal. So everyone trained Everyone trained in San Diego. And then we would go in groups, you mm-hmm. know, buddy system. And go fight down in Over Tijuana. Over to Tijuana, yeah, watch them fight. And, uh, yeah, watch everyone come up. It's and Yeah, so those names that I watched there and helped train and trained with are, like, the names of today, like, in, like, the UFC, Bellator, and one championship, you know, I also like that, which is another a- Asian organization. Yeah, I can nerd out all day about, about fighting. <laughs> Did you fight in Tijuana? Uh, I'd never fought. I went down there as corner, and I was just training partners with these guys. Gotcha. So I went down to support, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went out to, I moved out to California to, like, a, I started a clothing company, and what was, which was MMA-inspired. So I went out there and um, really pushed it. I think I went out there with the, you know, man. I must have had some confidence because I went out there like, "What's up?" and here I am. Here's this stuff. Don't you always want, haven't you always wanted this? And uh, but it was doing well in New York when I started it. So I went out there with you know full bravado and confidence. So the New Yorker going to California, yeah, trying to sell shit. And I did. I did pretty decent. Got into some of the big shops and 
I started working and hanging out one of the, some of the bigger gyms. I walked right up to the, the toughest gyms. I knew the gyms in the area a little bit. I was told from friends, and so I went right to the toughest gyms, and I was like, what's up? Joined up, started training, ended up working there, and, and uh, yeah, helping fighters and just been involved with it since I, since I went out there. And then since I've been back, I've never stopped. So Walking in these gyms in California, you're, you're the new guy. Are oh, they yeah. giving you hard lessons? Are they giving you lickings? <laughs> Like, um, is there yeah. some sort of hazing period? Uh, well, I would say absolutely, but they see how you react, you know. Um, I was definitely like a token white guy in most of these gyms, which is <laughs> which is fine. I right. love, you know, mm-hmm. I love all people. But uh, And that was fun because they were like, all right, he made it, you know. Like I was friends with a lot of Hawaiians and people from Guam and from Philippines and from all over, a lot of Asians and, uh, and of course, uh, Mexicans, which, you know. And of course, that fell in love. That took, that, that's how my uh, love for pizza got overtaken by the love of tacos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. Moving out there will will change your mind real quick when you're like, yeah, they have tacos for all types of occasions: breakfast, brunch. It's great. Burritos, gotta love it. It's supposed to be so close to Tijuana in the border. Oh, you get the best tacos. What kind of lickings would they give you though? Coming into these gyms. Like, oh yeah, give well, me a good hard equal, lesson that you had to learn being out there. Equal opportunity. They'll. You know, new kid, they're like, here you go, take this person, and it'll be like a 90-pound girl or like a 14-pound boy. And you're like, oh, okay. And then, you know, turns out they're they're pro. <laughs> and you get smoked by whoever they feel like getting you smoked by, or you don't, or you survive, and that's pretty much it. You know, they always give someone, you know. But I was hanging out with heavyweights, and and I'm not a heavyweight. No. So, so I think that's how you kind of – but growing up in martial arts, there are no uh, – Weight classes, so everyone was always bigger than me, so mm-hmm. always bigger. So that was no problem, except you know, just got you know, learn to be fast or take a kick or <laughs> use your reach and stuff, which I hope is something you know you've learned. Um, and just how to move, pretty much. That's what I learned: move, movement. Get the heck out the way. You're I a freaking can. ninja, though, dude. The way you move, <laughs> and I haven't even seen like an eighth of it. <laughs> but uh, you do, uh, you do have great movement of your body, and you're very. You. Good control, hand-eye coordination, and whatnot. Heck yeah. um, so, f- from California, where does it go? Um, well, California, I stayed out there a bunch, and then traveled. You know, went to Vegas for a bunch of the fights. It got legal, so mm-hmm. you know. Um, this is right around when UFC's getting legal. Oh, UFC was already in, already going. Okay, uh, but it just became uh, legal to be done in the United States. Like, Copy that. Like you could hold events. Mm-hmm. They they sanctioned it. I guess is yep. what I'm saying. They made it like so the states would. To sanction, yeah. Everyone wants their money. Is what it is. They just want some money. Someone wants their money. It's like the boxing. <laughs> the commission. boxing commission wants. Yep. Yeah, they all want. They want to figure out how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, that got legal. Got the chance to travel with that. And like I said, it was really fun. I just happened to throw myself in the best gyms and ended up training with some of the, the best people. You know, unknowingly, but they were at it too. And and you know, they recognize if you're still there, you're there every day, and you're showing up. And you know. And uh, plus, I was sponsoring fighters. You know, I was involved with like like with henchmen. Yeah, oh, sponsorships. Yeah. So I was sponsoring fighters, and I was you know tr- helping train. And I, I love you know, throwing at corner. I love cornering fighters. It's always fun. I like uh, I love the whole game of uh, mixed martial arts. You know, not just boxing, but I also love like the mixed martial arts game of like from wrestling to stand up to you know right down how it just to, 
mixes together. I love it. That's What's fun. your favorite facet of it? Um, the punching, obviously, punching and kicking. Yeah, no, but I mean, for you, like the part of the industry, like what would you rather? Would you rather oh. corner? Would you rather train? Oh. Would you rather fight? Would you rather be the promoter? Like, well, what facet of that industry would you want to be a part of? I think is, I think I love so much of it that I would, I. I've kind of been involved in a little bit of aspects already, and as you get older, you can't do what you wanted to do before, so you should move on and stuff. But yeah, um, I think refereeing has always been on the radar. It was like yeah. the idea of refereeing. Um, judging needs needs some help. I would do that. Um, I don't know. I just like it all. Helping the fighters. I think coaching's my favorite. I like making people sharp. Yeah. Like, I can take you from point A to point Z, of course, but like it's it's a lot of fun for me when you're already good, and you just want to like hit the next gear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like doing that. I like seeing people like, cause it takes a lot of a uh, commitment. Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> so you gotta show up. I like people showing up, you know, other than that, you're like, you know, a weekender. Like when I snowboarded, you know, oh, that's like a, you know, weekend person that comes up on the weekend. They're part time. You know, I was there all full time mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. People treat that the same way. If you treat a part time, it's a part time thing. But yeah. I guess when you cross that line, it's really fun to see like people go for it, you know, go for something that's, was a dream or is a dream? You know, it's it's not easy. It doesn't certainly doesn't pay a lot of money. Yeah, right. <laughs> certainly doesn't pay. I mean, and even if you think you're in it for like the girls or you know if you're a girl and for the guys, like that'll take your money too. It's not like you're making a ton of money. So I would say you gotta be smart. Make sure you really want to do it. If not, yeah. you know, motivation, dedication, and commitment. Yeah, I just keep training. I just love training. I love the whole aspect of it. You're always learning. Mm-hmm. I always learn new stuff. Always cool stuff to learn. Um, and that's kind of the thing. Like, there is no ending. There is no ending to it. Like, even when you're a black belt, it's like, you don't just quit. You always want more. Yeah, you don't just quit and start watching Netflix. I mean, you could, I guess, if you wanted to. But. Yeah. But usually if you reach that status, you're the type yeah, of person that's going to want to keep going. Like, you it already. Yeah, right. you, yeah you're going to keep You got that on. far. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want more. It's just there is no ending to it. So I like that aspect of it, like, as compared to, like, uh, other sports that I was in, plus like other sports I was in, like there were a lot of team sports. It was kind of cool to be like in an individual sport, mm-hmm. you know, take to take accountability. <laughs> like you couldn't blame your teammate. Oh, if he only made that layup. Yeah. Like, oh, if I didn't pass or that, that kind of thing. You don't, I don't like, I didn't like that too much. So I was like, oh, skateboarding, snowboarding, like, you know. You Did you are. play tennis? Um, I like tennis. Yeah. I can certainly play. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's another one. Yeah, I'm a, I like all that stuff. I think I'm pretty, I, you know. Just happen to be good at that stuff, but uh, I just choose these things. I don't want to get hurt too much in that, but I still like basketball. I'll still shoot around basketball for sure. Nice. You mentioned being good at snowboarding and you picking it up quick. You uh, think martial arts had a lot to do with that? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, you're just not, a, I mean, if you're not afraid, you know, you're not afraid of falling if you're not afraid of like a big guy running you over. I think it helps anyone in like sports psychology just because if you know the rules of sport, they can't do things to you. Whereas like fighting or boxing, like they're trying to. They're trying to do mean things to you, and you're just trying to block and move. So if you can deal with that, I think there's no problem with dealing with, like, the other thing that they can't do those extreme things to you. know, they can't hurt you. Just hold your ground. I like that. So kind of changes the good mentality. So I love cross-training. Out West, like, everyone cross-trained. A lot of professional athletes would come through. Yeah. They would cross-train with, like, kickboxing just because of the footwork. Um, so you'd see, like, NFL players in there. So yeah, would meet a lot of people through that, too. Right on, brother. So yeah. at what point when you're out there, when you're thinking, you, are you laughing to yourself like, here's this kid from Madison, New York, little small town, 300 population or however yeah. much, you know, and here I am in the big city. You got to be laughing to yourself. Oh, yeah. When like pictures, well, even like, even when snowboarding, I was, you know, hanging out with like 
uh, gold medalists. Right. You know, they were winning gold medals, and like I was hanging out, having beers with them on the you know after training and stuff. So and training with them. So uh, that was always I was just part of. It. I was like, oh, I just, just assumed that was part of the thing, you know. But yeah, when I started seeing pictures with myself like online, with like at the gym, with like world champions and they're just hanging out like no big deal or getting invited to barbecues that you're like all right this is real life yeah uh, but it's nothing that i already didn't i think kind of manifest you know what i mean i was like of course it's gonna happen why wouldn't it happen but uh just because i was there and i think committed you know what i mean right i loved it so much you got to like i said you kind of have to love it and then plus i want to get never really been out i've been out to the west coast a little bit but man get out in the snow getting out of the snow sounded great mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love nice weather yeah. since moving back you know like extra jacket for me plus it helps with the travels too with growth personal growth yeah you see you how really you got to get out of your comfort zone oh yeah you, you know? see how small the world is i think the first person i met when i moved out there i went up to the bar and showed my id and the guy goes looks at me he goes madison huh he's like i'm from anita come so on that was the first person i met so i was mm-hmm. like all right this is a small world when you get out mm-hmm. and that just happened right down the road you'd, you'd meet people from like your hometown i met people from utica that person from Utica I'm dating one of my best friends from out there that I met so and she married him I was like how the heck she happened to move out there and meet him at a certain time that's so crazy like what the heck yeah so small world when you travel for sure you know but uh when it happens like so often though it, it it's no big deal yeah after a while. you realize it's like maybe it's like the lifestyle sport you know what I mean like yeah. everyone's really nice and approachable in these sports uh you know you really I think I always say like you can't you can't just walk up into a gym and like play basketball with you know uh kevin durant or some popular uh nba player can't do that but you can go out west and you can surf with your favorite surfer like there's kelly slater you can like skateboard with your favorite you know, skateboarder i literally skated with tony hawk he's just hanging out like Have you really yeah they just hang out like and that's just you don't really bother them kids little kids do and stuff there's not but, like private skateboard parks no nah, right? i mean yeah when you got the money and stuff but yeah, i guess right but People do, but it's, they still go to the local ones just because they're great. And it's one of those sports you can approach. I can go into a boxing gym and meet, like, the world champion boxer who works out there, you know. Met a lot of famous boxers for sure and got a chance to learn from them. And they coach and, you know, got coached by them. So that's always cool. And, you know, like, your uh, your lineage is coming from, like, a legit like a legit source, you know. Like, all right, I'm here and I'm learning from this guy who's done this work and has this resume. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what they got. For sure. So, out of the people you met, I want a story about someone who was a dick, and then I want somebody who was super cool. <laughs> um, let's see, like in the sports world, or yeah, just like whatever. Like, fa- like in the famous realm, uh, if it's sports or an yeah. actor, an actress, a rock star, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, someone well, who was I a love, dick and someone who was cool. I. I like, if you know anything about me, I love, like, you know, I just told you I love comic books and movies and stuff like that. So I always went to Comic-Con when I was in San Diego. That was a big deal. And, like, the whole takes over the whole city of San Diego. and It's, like, the hottest ticket in town. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was a graphic designer. I am a graphic designer. And if I didn't have enough tickets, I would just uh, make some tickets. (laughs) And then me and my pro friends would go in because it's so hard to get a ticket. So we'd go in or we'd dress up as, like, you know, Spider-Man or something and get into the front door. But I met uh, Rosario Dawson. She's really cool. Like she's like a actress, and uh, she was. I met her on the, the street. Like her and Kevin Smith were walking. Oh, cool! They just sat there and literally talked for like ten minutes. Just shot the shot the crap about uh, <laughs> some, whatever we were doing there and asked questions. They were super nice. 
Um, when I was snowboarding, I met uh, and hung out with uh, the drummer for Aerosmith. I always Joey, forget his name. Joey Kramer? Yeah, Joey Kramer. Um, like Aerosmith, but no, everyone always forgets the other people, unfortunately. Sorry. Yeah, everybody Sorry, just drummers. Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Yeah, unless you're like, a, you know, some amazing drummer. But uh, yeah, I taught him how to snowboard, and then he decided that he didn't want to hurt his wrist and end up drinking with him. So that was that was pretty fun. Oh, that's great! <laughs> Wait, he came in for snowboarding lessons. Yeah, he came in for some lessons, and I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, I got you." And we went out, and he's watching people fall and riding the lift, and I was getting him going. He's like, "Well, is this dangerous?" And I was like, "Well, you know, don't use your hands. Just fall on your butt." And he's now thought about it. And we did like one run. He was like, "Let's go get a drink on me." And I was like, he's like, I don't want to hurt my hands. And I was like, I don't want to be known as the guy that hurt Joey Kramer's hands. So I, was like, <laughs> I was all about that. I was like, you know what? I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I'll be on like People Magazine front page tomorrow. I didn't mean to break his hand. <laughs> so well, You're taking him on the bunny slope though, right? Yeah. The beginner slope? Oh, yeah, of course. I wasn't even going. You know, when you do stuff like that, you've got goggles on. No one even recognizes you. Right. And it's even situational. Like, who would you, why would you think he'd even be on the mountain, you mm-hmm. know? So that's kind of cool. You can sneak around like that as a famous person or throw on some snowboard goggles. And, yeah. You know, so He probably has it in, in his contract that he's not supposed to do stuff like oh, that, Oh, I think too. he mentioned that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he mentioned that for sure. Uh, cool people, man. I think most people in these sports that I'm in are very, very cool. Yeah, for sure. I bet the skateboarding um, world is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. The snowboarding world. They really are. They're so inviting. And, like, you know, as yeah. long as you're not there to, like, you know. Be a dick. Yeah, if you're funny, especially, you know. Mm-hmm. So be, you have a good sense of humor and, you know. Yeah, don't be a leech, I guess. <laughs> don't leech off. I met Rob Durdak. I did, he's pretty cool. He's a nice guy. Oh, I went on a... Remember the Reef Girls? Uh, Reef Girls? Remember Reef? It's like a shoe company. It's a lifestyle shoe company from California. No. Uh, they're pretty big out, out there. Are they? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think I went on some cruise with like Rob Machado, and it was his birthday. It was pretty fun. I did a birthday cruise with Rob Machado and all the Reef people and the around the bay in san diego he liked it. he he was pretty cool he's a nice guy yeah, just, just get lucky these guys are super cool you know what i mean like but i never really ask for autographs i'm not like an hey give me an autograph i'm always like hey what's up yeah you know, dap dap you know fanboy yeah I try, well like about other things but not like the fanboy things of like what they do usually you know what i mean like like if you see someone at comic-con you're not there to Talk about what they do if they do sports, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're talking about the Incredible Hulk or right, something. Right, it's the last thing they want to talk about. <laughs> and who do you think you would fanboy over? Um, I did fanboy over uh, Anderson Silva. Did you? Yeah, I met him. I'm glad you uh, brought that up. Continue on, but I, I want to talk about that for a second. But who else did you fanboy over? Uh, definitely Anderson Silva. Mm, and... Anyone that's super been super famous in like the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu world, they just feel like superhuman. Like any of the um, Gracies, oh, yeah. a lot of the Gracies that I met, like uh, Hegan or uh, all these all these Gracies, any of them, pretty much any of the older guys. Um, How about someone you haven't met that you think you'd fanboy uh, over? Oh, jeez, uh, probably like Israel Adesanya. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's like seems like larger than life. He likes anime and all that stuff. But I think it'd be easy to get along with. I already know that he'd probably be pretty easy. But I would definitely fanboy over him just because I like I, I appreciate skills and and if you don't get in too much trouble, style bender baby. So yeah, style bender. As long as you don't get in much trouble too, like you know, I don't really want you punching old people in the bar and you know. He I fights this weekend too. <laughs> yeah, he fights this weekend. That's going to be good. I'm glad you mentioned Anderson Silva. Now, I want to. 
put this into your head for a second. Do you remember the old school wrestling? Back in the day, it was broken down into territories. And in these territories, the champion would always be the promoter, right? Yeah. Well, the promoter would choose. Who the... Or he would choose whoever's the champion, right? Yeah. But a lot of times it was like like in, uh, in Minnesota, it was Vern Gagne, right? He was always the, the champion, or then he gave it to Bachwinkle, but it was his buddy. But he was always in control of that belt type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now with this Jake Paul thing, yeah. or is it Logan? Well, I get the two mixed up. Uh, One's Jake. in WWE, and he just tore his ACL, and the other one just fought Anderson Silva. Yeah. Now, do you think it was kind of like, and, and I can't, I mean, it's Anderson Silva, right? So you, you would like to think that they're not going to want to embarrass him, him take a fall or whatever. But do you think, like, maybe he, they would kind of, like, hold him back and not embarrass the promoter of the show? Mm, I think it's a possibility. I I would rather think, think that— Think about how much money they made on that fight. I would rather think that, man, that's a gifted 47- or 48-year-old man. For sure. And I would rather think that he made a great showing of himself. I mean, it's tough. I mean, fight that guy, you know, five, ten years ago. I think that goes differently. Mm-hmm. But, you know, psh, everyone gets old. It's like right. you, know, you may stay in shape, but, like, man, getting hit all the time. Yeah. And Jake Paul's, like, 24 or 25. Yeah. In shape, you know, good wrestler. He was a good athlete in schools, you know. And he was swinging. Yeah, he was swinging. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe that's in your, you know, but. Because that's in my head. I'm thinking the, the old wrestling type of thing is you don't want to embarrass your promoter. And your, your promoter is kind of the lead and calls the shots and yeah. writes the storyline. If he's making if you, you get tattoos of his name and stuff like that and you actually go through with it, like Tyron Woodley, I think, had to get a tattoo of his name. I wouldn't do that. Like, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't do that. Get tattoos. <laughs> I don't care how much money you're giving me. Right, exactly. And that's like, like tech could tattoo over it after a certain amount of time or something. You want to give me a couple million? All right, I'll take that. Yeah. But <laughs> no, thank you. Because <laughs> I watched that fight, and, you know, Jake Paul did – or is it Jake? I, I get yeah, it. yeah, it's okay. Jake. Yeah. Jake Paul looked pretty good. He did. He Like you said, he's young. He's in shape. He's yeah. got a long reach. Um, he's a good boxer. I mean, boxing's different than kicking. Like, it's it, – uh, you as you probably – Figuring it out, like, oh, yeah. when you're limited, when you're good at so much of everything and you have all these tools and then you just go, and you to put time to learn all of those tools and someone goes, all right, just use that tool. And, you know, you're not a professor always of just that tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're a boxer, you're a professor of that tool. Your hands are, you're definitely like, you know, the sweet science and your, those are your other weapons and your surgeon, your surgical equipment, you know, it's your scalpel and your whatever. Um, but, and kickboxing, you know, there's other things you got to worry about. So Jake Paul's been focusing on boxing yeah. and he's been training with, and has the money to train with some amazing trainers that, you know, that, who wouldn't want to do that, you know, get some privates with that, you know, mm-hmm. which would cost more than my privates. <laughs> <laughs> Much more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. A, I do a Utica special running through here, but I just because you know this is not San Diego. Right. I wish the interest was there as much, like out, out west or wherever. I think just because of the weather, maybe people just take you know take really good care of themselves. But it, the interest is just there. You don't have to try too hard, and everyone wants to come in and get involved in this. And then you know here it's like more seems more like a it's a split sect, but of you know certain people that are just like oh finally want to try it so. That's what I'm trying to do, you know, I'm trying to make it so it doesn't seem so intimidating yeah. for everybody, you know. I've had people that come in and always wanted to get in, and but they're always afraid to go to a gym. And I'm like, all right, well, let's just 
come try it, you know. Well, the facility. And now they now they feel like they could walk into any gym and do fine. Right, but the facility over on Varick Street's great. The place that you're at. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they got a brand new boxing ring in there. Some yeah. great equipment. There's weights. There's a bunch of bags, yeah. treadmills, and bikes, and jump ropes, and all bunch of hitting pads, and even extra gloves if you're. Yeah, they got the battle ropes. Like, it's great. I could do like all the strength and conditioning because I like to focus on not just the Muay Thai boxing, but kickboxing. Right. Just getting in shape. You don't have to footwork. Yeah, you don't footwork making. You know. Knowing how to move, not not fall down, mm-hmm. not trip over yourself. <laughs> and you're open, right? You got some some open uh, space on your calendar. Yeah, yeah, pretty much just do. A, yeah, I do privates and small groups. So if you and your you know friends or you and your family, you know, a couple people, three to five or one to three to five uh, people, want to get together, it's a good way just to do it together. You know, you can see it, you kind of bond over that type of thing. I've done couple couples have come in and I've you know had them, you know move around a little bit and watch the competition between them, and that's been great. I think it's great couples therapy, you know. And, <laughs> and something cool to do together other than, you know, this is Utica. It's really easy to come out, you know, go out and eat yeah. pizza every night. You know, who and doesn't want to do that? Go to the bars every night. Yeah, it's easy to go to the bar. I mean, I love, you know, I love the bars too, and I work at one, but uh, you can't do that every night, you know. But you got to have something like this that you can do, and it's something different, you know, and it keeps you in shape. got to have that. got to have things to do. got to have uh, – I think it's just a good way to stay active. I don't know. I've done so many different things to stay active, and I feel like this is the most fun thing you can do, and it's for anyone. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to have a big gymnasium and a YMC membership and, you know, right. basketball. You don't, you know, it's it's for anyone. You just got to have a pair of gloves. If you don't have them, I'll supply them. <laughs> yeah, you do have some extra stuff. Yeah, yeah, get your own, of course. Mm-hmm. You want that, but I always clean them and. It's good for your mental health and let out some aggression too. I mean, everybody was pent up for a couple of years with COVID. Oh, heck and yeah. just like a lot, mental health is such a big thing. But I think if you focused on your physical and, and mental health well being and doing that in the gym and by taking it out, your aggression on some bags or a speed bag or some pads or something like that, it really helps. Oh, it really helps. Really helps. I think everyone needs that. Uh-huh. Girls, guys, I think you just need it. Like you get. You get a little energy out. I think it tire the body, then your mind can do a little work, and you know the mind tells the body to do some work. You just kind of, you kind of go on cruise control too. Like you know, I, you go to the gym, you get to do it yourself. You have to like lift that weight, tell yourself to do it, mm-hmm. unless you have a personal trainer, you know, kicking your butt. But not everybody does that. But unless it's pretty much, you know, I just tell you what to do. You can go on, you know, just listen, just do it. And before you know, the hour flies by. You can take all the information with you. It's not like you can leave it at the door. If you stop working out, you lose that knowledge. You know, the knowledge is yours. Yeah. You know, and I'll do it right. I'll teach you the right way. Exactly. <laughs> you know, however fast you learn, we'll get there. It's not a race. You know, that's one thing I've just learned. You can't always compare yourself to others. You know, you keep chipping away at yourself. And, yep. uh, you know, and that's the real goal is just keep being a better version. You know, if you like something, well, we can work on it. We can get it better, you know. Mm-hmm. If it's your mindset, well, we can work on that, too. I'll tire, I'll tire you out. That's <laughs> Make sure. you too tired to think. Make you puke. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you want to go home and sleep, and you're like, oh, that's the best night's sleep I had. Well, I've tired you out. That's it's the idea. Uh-huh. And before you know it, everything's looking more bright and cheery, and rainbows are, have returned. And hopefully you still work out. You don't give up. I know? challenge anybody who has anger issues, if you have, like, you're going through anger management things, go visit Jamie for an hour. <laughs> Seriously, go visit him, and I bet you those anger management problems that you have, will be nipped in a bud at least throughout that day 
because you could just let it all out there and you could get loud and you know some places don't Heck let you yeah. scream and yell or whatever you can get yeah, as loud that, as you want over there and when that door locks right like it's just uh just pretty much us and that's it you know with big open windows looking out like you yep. know so no one's gonna judge i certainly don't judge you know mm-hmm. I, I when i started out with all this stuff i as a kid you know i was a little overweight for sure and and uh, had to work hard. Nothing was given to me, really. Just always chipped away, chipped away. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just didn't want to give up. Even when you get injured, you should always kind of rehab and chip away. Like, you know, yep. don't you want to walk? You have a long life. Don't you want to be able to, you know, you have one vehicle, I feel like. Take care of it as much as you can. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact, brother. You know? And then even if you do that, then you can go out and have fun, you know? Take care, take care of it, and then go have some fun, of course. Yeah. You know, just don't drink every day. <laughs> we learned at our age, though, especially that was a, a hard a lesson. Water. A hard know. lesson for me at forty was you need to take care of your health. Oh yeah, you and, only got uh, one. Like, and medical bills are certainly more expensive than you right. know my fees or a gym membership. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, if you can keep yourself out of that system, I think that's the your best bet mm-hmm. in life. You know, plus psh, makes you feel better. I don't know. That's all I got. So, take care of yourself. You'll feel better. How do people get in touch with you if they're interested in taking some training? Um, I like to keep it like the A team. Like, if you can find me, <laughs> you can track me down. Slide in my DMs. Maybe you too can train. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm easy to find. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'm around town. If I'm, I'm down on Varick Street, so uh, right across from Nail Creek. So if you know anyone from Nail Creek or go to Nail Creek and you just ask about it, and most people there know to, know where to point you. Mm-hmm. You know, make it like a make it like a little make it like a like a little game, <laughs> like, a like a little scavenger hunt, hunt. Yeah, a little scavenger hunt. <laughs> I found a clue. I, that's you, what I love about the gym being at Varick Street, man. It's for me, it's motivation. I look across the street, see my old place down there. And I'm just yeah. like, I still, it still triggers a little bit of anger when I look at the. Yeah, place. I think I just moved to town. The day of your last night open. Oh, really? And I didn't know what to do with myself, and I walked in there. And I was like, this place is pretty cool. The May of 2012 is when... Yeah, uh, yeah that's... Wow. I'm, I'm telling you, I was there for the... That's like my first night in town when I moved back. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this place is pretty cool. And then someone goes, last night. I was like, that, that, that figures. Yeah. You know, that's before I even knew. Like, because when, when I... When I, I haven't been around for a while, you know, when I moved... Before I moved back. So I didn't really know about Nail Creek. I didn't really know about... Uh, other places on town that popped up or even the food like that's re- the number one thing that impressed me was uh man all these food places that popped up it was great so many oh man we got some good food out here now not just like italian yeah which of course is you know amazing out here one of the best but uh it's nice to see like you know some cambodian and some filipino and some you know mexican mixture. yeah lebanese lebanese I love the lebanese food in this mediterranean yeah. it's just nice to see all that like i just it's great right? food makes the area in my opinion <laughs> it's gonna make it certainly makes it more enjoyable if you gotta sit there you know yeah. miles, miles will eat well <laughs> or eat what you like not well, the same thing over and over you've lived all over the country man what, what do you think makes an area oh yeah besides I would say, the food yeah right? weather and food and right people pretty much i would say yeah you know the weather usually keeps it's nice usually people in nicer moods uh, man, if you're eating well and you got fresh food and vegetables, like out in San Diego, I mean, everyone's like the farmers markets out there are amazing. That's number one thing I miss the farmers markets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get some cheap food and great food, fresh. Um, you know where your seafood comes from. You know where the sushi comes from. You know, um, 
yeah, I would say just the yeah, the food and the food and the weather, right? And everything else that kind of falls into place for sure. Love That's it. what I'd say. Love it, bud. Thanks, man. This has been fun. I'm glad we Heck got yeah. to like hang out and talk and shoot the shit and Yeah. You know, I wanted people to know like what you do and like how you help people. Yeah, I'm gonna keep a little. You've helped me, bro, for the last year and a half. I've been coming to you since like last June. I had a little bit about a depression uh, in the beginning of this year, but I snapped out of it and came right back. And you fucking you helped me snap right out of it, dude. So yeah, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate that. It makes me feel good. I understand. My dog grabbed my dog during the during the same thing. She snapped me out of it, Mm -hmm. and I was like, all right, you know, you can only do this for so long. So. Take care of yourself. I think everything else falls into place, right? So you, instead of worrying about the big picture, bring it back. <laughs> Worry about the things you can control yourself. And, uh, yeah, and that's, like I said, the best way to, to do this is get in and punch someone. or uh, <laughs> Get in and punch yeah, someone. Get in and punch someone. Like, if not that, you know, if you like jiu-jitsu, my, the other gym that I'm associated with, Dojo One, mm-hmm. uh, in town, best jiu-jitsu. And they got the whole deal over there. So, psh. I mean, you got, you got no excuse with the cool places you have in town. I know when I was up and coming, I had to drive an hour one way and an hour back. When I was when I had my license, my parents weren't taking me anymore, and I was like, all right, I'm an adult, and I'm going to keep training. I was driving an hour one way and an hour back, three to four, three days a week, Yeah, if, if not more, dedication. if not more. So now to have stuff like this in your backyard or, like, you know, right across the street from a, a bar on Varick, you know, or, you know, Right in Washington Mills. It's like right there. Drive the five minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. That's all I can say. Are there any local guys that can go pro around here? Um, yeah, I think there's some up. There was at one time, and I think kind of faded a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they just keep they keep coming. I feel like I feel like COVID really set a lot of stuff back. Copy. So, man, just watching that. So, I think people maybe started, you know. Doing what I did for a couple months, got you know, drinking and eating a lot, and then I, I snapped out of it. And then uh, either you do, you don't. Like I said, this is like a lifestyle thing. You can never really have those lulls. You always got to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like once you stop, like uh, the gears will stop. You know, so yep. keep it moving, even when you're hurt, and keep it moving. Yep. You know, that's all I said. Just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Have fun. I kept it PG. I got nephews out there. Maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. I dropped a couple of. No, that's sorry. absolutely fine. They they heard it. They heard it the other day playing some football. <laughs> they heard a lot of stuff. Give some love to your nephews. They're killing it out there in football. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. I love when uh, small town small town kids, uh, you know, perform on the big level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I moved out. The, I moved out of the small town. Uh, you know. You can stay here, of course, and that's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's nothing like getting out there, testing yourself, meeting some good people, you know, and seeing what's all about. But if you, especially if you love something, you know, you can't just uh, – you got to go out there and get it. It's not always given to you, you know. But luckily you can get it here. We literally – when I went out and got it for you and brought it back, I'm on Varick for now. <laughs> it might move. Uh, and then Dojo One is right down in Washington Mills, you know. can't They are not moving. So uh, – there's no reason not to get after it is what I'm saying. Get after it. Heck keep yeah. it moving. And if you're with me, you get to see my dog. My dog hangs out. She's a receptionist. She's the best. Yeah. And she'll, so you can watch her exercise as well. She pushes the ball around. Will, and If you're feeling bad, I'm telling you, she'll cheer you up. And then I'll, I'll make sure I 
I make you sweat. So. Yeah, yep, and Giz is really good at hitting the pads, too. <laughs> <laughs> Roll them. She rolls the balls around. She likes the uh, the agility balls. Yeah, and the ropes. And the ropes, yep. yep she, she she'll she'll help. Ropes. She'll add an extra 30 pounds to your training. <laughs> like, why is my one arm super big? And it won't be because of the reason that most people think. And she's super cute. We love her. <laughs> Jamie, this has been awesome. Bro. Hey, thanks for Thank inviting me. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it, brother. i got to give a shout-out to uh, all our friends that have been donating to our food drive. We're trying to receive stock the shelves over at the Utica Food Pantry. And uh, what you can do is donate your canned goods, your non-perishable food items to places over uh, in Big Apple Music. We got Music and More, Joey's at 307, Whisk Baking Company, both Utica Hemp locations, and Rockin' Horse Tattoos. Um, this is going till about next week. I think we're going to pull the boxes next week, but we're going to restart it again probably in December and get some more food on, on the shelves just in time for the holiday season. But got to give a shout out to the Utica Cricket Club. Sam's been doing so much work for this, and he's been awesome. We raised over 200 pounds of food so far. So I'm pretty excited about that, and we got another week to go. So get those donations in. And also shout-out to EJA Moving Services because they're the ones that provided all the boxes for us. So thank you guys for all your help, and thank you to all our drop-off locations and everybody that participated and have donated so far. So get your canned goods in, and let's restock the shelves over at the Utica Food Pantry. Shout-out to my sponsors. Thank you to Upgrade Brain Formula, Lasting Confidence, EJA Moving, Joey's at 307, Utica Coffee, my attorney Dave Longaretta. Saranac Brewery and BallsyBallWash.com. Giz is ready to go. She's got the bark box going. She's got the box. That's it. <laughs> Training me. Jamie, thanks for hanging, man. This has been hey, good. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Upgrade, the ultimate brain formula. Smarter, faster, focused, improved performance, increase mental clarity, suppress fatigue, combat stress. Try Upgrade, the ultimate brain formula today. Visit freemanformula.com and use promo code disruption for a 15% discount. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to contribute and help with the cost of the producing this podcast, you can hit our virtual tip jar on Venmo at XYTODA. Please subscribe on all our podcast platforms. Follow, like, and subscribe all things Disruption Network on social media. And visit our website, disruptionnetwork.net.